702. The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Hi, Adam. What happened about the tr- that terrible tram crash that we saw, what, last week, the fatal crash? What's happened since then? Well, we've had some details from the crash investigators, and it's rather eerie to think that exactly one week ago, as we speak, there were 60-odd people getting on board that tram, and that they were about 10 minutes away from crashing a week ago. And seven people lost their lives, and eight were seriously injured and so forth. And what we now know is that the tram... It was said it was speeding at the time, but the tram was doing 43 miles per hour in a 12-mile-per-hour zone to three-and-a-half times the speed limit. Also, conditions were not good. It was dark and raining heavily, and the driver's been arrested and bailed. We knew that. There's still this accusation that maybe he fell asleep or blacked out. So was it driver error? The conditions didn't help. Well, unions are also now saying, hang on a moment, let's look at the safety systems. No automatic brakes. No working CCTV at the site, which should have happened. That there were previous incidents that had been not in, uh, that hadn't been investigated or indeed acted upon, and there's this sort of slightly uncomfortable question that the, yes, indeed they are reviewing speed limits and other things across the tram network in South London. But why has it taken seven deaths to do that? That's a very hard question to answer. Absolutely, and you've got a badly dropped bomb. What is a badly dropped bomb, Adam? Well, I suppose there's a bomb dropped in the wrong place, or is it the right place, depending on how you look at it? Um, yeah, First and Second World War bombs, they keep finding them all over the place. And in Portsmouth Harbour, they found an unexploded German bomb, and a big one as well, some 250-odd kilos or so. The harbour is being dredged deeper to make room for the new Royal Navy aircraft carriers, so they're having a go at the seabed and scooping it all up, and lo and behold, they're finding stuff. This is actually the third thing they've found in the space of a month. They took this particular bomb out to sea and detonated it last night. But they've also found another bomb, an even bigger one, in Portsmouth Harbour within the last few weeks, and an unexploded U-boat torpedo. And as I say, they've been down there for seven decades or so, and it's amazing to think that for 70-plus years, Portsmouth has been chock-a-block with ferries and yachts and the odd cruise ship and home of the Royal Navy. You get a dozen high-tech fancy (laughs) warships in there sometimes. All above this stuff that's sitting beneath the waves waiting to go off. Very uncomfortable thought, maybe for some. Absolutely. What else is down there? And, and how do you spot a cad? That's what, an ungentlemanly gentleman? That's the idea. Is that uh, I had no idea, but Country Life magazine is telling us that uh, the CAD is on the increase and we need to wage war on behalf of the proper gentleman. The CAD is defined as a rotter, a bounder, a scoundrel, a stinker. Think Terry Thomas with a tash in an old British film. Actually, James <laughs> Bond is probably a CAD in many sorts of ways. So here's how you can spot a dastardly dandy. Uh, there are 39 telltale signs. I won't do them all, but here's a few. A man who buys diamonds for his mistress, but a Dyson for the wife. A man who waxes, drinks cocktails, brushes his hair a lot, wears tight trunks, doesn't wear socks, never apologizes, buys petrol station flowers, and has two pictures of himself in the loo. Are you ticking any of those off, John? Be honest. <laughs> I am. I got some pictures in the loo. No, gosh, maybe I'm a cad. Adam, thank you. Thank you very much indeed. That's got people thinking. Adam Gilchrist from the UK.